Hello, my name is Clay Hanley. I'm the associate pastor here at the Pine Creek Valley Christian Church. And I'm Ron Savitz, the senior pastor here at the Pine Creek Valley Christian Church. This is the Pine Creek Valley Christian Church podcast. You know, there are a lot of things going on in our country right now, right? The coming elections, questions over the last presidential election, uh, the decision of the Supreme Court about Roe versus Wade, uh, demonstrations, both peaceful and not so peaceful, uh, and many other issues. Right? So how are we as Christians to live in relationship to our government and the decisions it makes? Well, Clay, let's first of all define the, the role of government from a biblical perspective. Jesus, when he was talking to some of the leaders in Jerusalem, said, Give unto Caesar the things which are Caesar's, and unto God the things which are God's. There are some things that belongs to Caesar, that is government, and there are other things that belong only to God. The Apostle Paul elaborates on that in Romans chapter 13, verses 1 through 7, and I want to read those verses for you. Beginning at verse 1, let every person be subject to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those that exist have been instituted by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authorities resists what God has appointed, and those who resist will suffer judgment. For rulers are not a terror to good conduct, but to bad. Would you have no fear of the one who is in authority? Then do what is good, and you will receive his approval. But he is God's servant for your good. But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not be, bear the sword in vain. For he is the servant of God, an avenger who carries out God's wrath on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be in subjection, not only to avoid God's wrath, but also for the sake of conscience. For because of this, you also pay taxes, for the authorities are ministers of God, attending to this very thing. Pay to all what is owed to them, taxes to whom taxes are owed, revenue to whom revenue is owed, respect to him respect is owed, and honor to whom honor is owed. There are several things that Paul says in this passage that we need to be aware of and seek to live out as we uh, try to be good citizens in our countries. One, that we should obey the governing authority because it has been instituted by God. Two, uh, to resist the authority is to resist what God has appointed and we will suffer judgment because of that. Three, uh, that rulers are not a terror for good conduct, but to the bad conduct. Four, that he that is the ruler is God's servant for your good. Five, that if you do wrong, be afraid. And note, he uses the phrase uh, that he does not bear the sword in vain. That certainly implies capital punishment. And then finally, he says that authorities are ministers of God, and therefore we should pay taxes. Right. And something more needs to be said. Uh, governing authorities exist to reward the good and punish the bad. Uh, but they do not have the authority to decide what is good or bad. What is right and what is wrong, uh, that has only been decided by God. and has been clearly revealed in his word. Uh, government has no right to require people to do what is wrong or to keep them from doing what is right. 
Yes, that's exactly right, Clay. It was the apostles Peter and John who said we must obey God rather than man. When government becomes corrupt, what should we do? Uh, we as Christians need to work to change that corruption in any way that we can. And when the law becomes corrupt, we must obey God rather than man. And there are many examples of this in Scripture. I'm thinking just of one in the book of Daniel, chapter 3, where Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego uh, refused to bow down to the idol that King Nebuchadnezzar had made because their God was Jehovah. Mm -hmm. uh, we are to obey government uh, when it follows the guidelines of Scripture, but when it steps out of those guidelines, we have a higher authority to obey, and that's Absolutely. God Almighty. Uh, now, our final thought on this topic comes from uh, Matthew chapter 5, verse 9. It says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. Uh, and you may have heard this verse before. However, a lot of people misquote this as saying, blessed are the peacekeepers, right? But this clearly does not say peacekeepers, but rather peacemakers. And there's quite a difference between the two. Uh, so we are called to be uh, peacemakers uh, in, because we have a duty to bring peace. Uh, where we can. And that certainly includes uh, uh, governmental relationships. Yeah, and we need to uh, try to exercise that peacekeeping idea in all of our relationships. Yeah. And as I said, especially as you pointed out in our government relationships. Mm -hmm. Once we make peace, we certainly are inclined to keep the peace that we have. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, my name is Clay Hanley. I'm the associate pastor at the Pine Creek Valley Christian Church. And my name is Ron Savitz, a senior pastor here at the Pine Creek Valley Christian Church. And thank you for joining us.